Welcome to This Week in Surgery Centers. If you're in the ASC industry, then you're in the right place. Every week, we'll start the episode off by sharing an interesting conversation we had with our featured guest. And then we'll close the episode by recapping the latest news impacting surgery centers. We're excited to share with you what we have. So let's get started and see what the industry's been up to. Hi, everyone. For today's episode, we're going to change it up a bit from our usual format and agenda. There will be no guest interview and no news, but instead a highlight reel of all the great advice our most recent guests have shared. To date, we have had 12 amazing ASC leaders on our podcast, and at the end of every discussion, we always ask them, what is one thing our listeners can do this week to improve their surgery centers? So we took all 12 of those answers, tied them up in a pretty bow, and turned them into this week's episode as our holiday gift to you. And as this will be our last episode of the year, I just wanted to say thank you to all of our listeners who spent time with us and subscribed to our podcast and shared our episodes. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday with your loved ones and can take some much needed time off. We already have some incredible guests scheduled for 2023. So happy holidays, happy new year, and we will see you on the other side. Uh, Hope you enjoy this roundup of things you can do this week to improve your surgery center. You know, to the point of data, um, you know, run through, double double check everything that's being um, put through the the data analytics machine, whatever that is, um, whether that's the EMR um, or um, whatever software the facility uses, um, you know, I think uh, perhaps think of one way to tweak uh, any report um, to, um, you know, visualize the data in a different way. Um, yeah, I, 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 um, I, I, lo- I don't want to sound like a nerd, but I think, you know, that, it, it, it's really all about the, da- the data. Um, one exercise that we actually went through recently that um, it might not necessarily uh, help, you know, improve the operations of the surgery center, but I think is very um, uh, uh, eye-opening is, you know, okay, everybody now understands that, um, you know, hospitals are, are uh, you know, twice as expensive as, as a surgery center uh, on average. So, you know, take that surgery center's um, revenue uh, that they generated, you know, up to this point in time and um, you know, multiply that by two. That's how much um, that would have cost uh, the healthcare system uh, if those procedures were done at the hospital. Um, and you cut it in half, which is, you know, the same as the revenue of the surgery center. That's how much money a surgery center has saved um, the healthcare uh, infrastructure, right? So, um, it, it's not necessarily something that would improve, um, this, you know, the operations of the surgery center. Um, but I, I done that exercise with my team and I think it's, it's eye opening to them because then they realize, um, wow, we're, you know, we're not only helping, you know, our patients, we're not only giving our surgeons, uh, you, you know, a, a good day. Um, but we're also helping to lower the cost of, of healthcare for Americans. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would recommend, sir, um, you know, uh, administrators of surgery centers to go through that exercise. I, I think the team would really like it. One thing that I was thinking about that I'm not sure is possible in a week, but I think can be started in a week, was to just be an advocate for your center. 
you know, we still hear on the local level, the state level, the national level, a lot of not just uncertainty, but people who don't know about ASCs in particular, you know, and the advantages that they can provide to patients in terms of better patient experience, lower costs, all of those things that we in the industry kind of inherently understand from working here. Um, so I think if you can advocate a little on behalf of your center, on behalf, you know, that advocates on behalf of the industry as well. And that could mean a little social media. It could mean some volunteer work. It could mean giving a lawmaker or an official a tour of your facility so they see, you know, you're not just some random facility. You're a state-of-the-art, you know, center that has all of the things that you might expect to have these procedures done safely. I think those things will go a long way. And hopefully as we kind of build the understanding of the ASC industry at the local and at the national level, we'll get more policies that are favorable to our industry. But uh, again, I just can't reiterate the most important thing you can do, and you can start this today, is you, even if you have to do a simple website or even just when you're dealing with your patients, be 100% transparent. Just tell them your good points and your bad points. You know, I mean, you don't want to burn yourself up, but don't try to hide things. Just just be honest about what's going to happen, what it's going to cost and what their expectations are and what your expectations are, too, and make it a partnership. That, that's probably more important than anything you do. And the other thing is, I, I, I go back to this, a lot of centers will not do this profit sharing with your employees. You have no idea on a quarterly basis, we do that in a check and we hand it to our employees, how much that means to them because they are involved in what's going on. They know, my pre-op nurses know that crayons cost 65 cents a piece. So they go in, and they ask the child, are you going to play with your mom's phone or are you going to color? Because they don't want to waste the 65 cents because for every dollar, it's five cents in their pocket. And we cost live here. We're on a true EMR. We're paperless. And, and so we cost every penny. And we know when the patient walks out the door exactly what our profit margin is. So if you can get your employees to be owners in the business, you'll make money. I would say have your ASC, if they have not joined, they need to join their local chamber of commerce. This is kind of like the easy button, and a lot of ASCs are missing out on this. They're pro providing essential health care in their community, and so you need to be tapped into your community. And what a great way to um, establish connections with business leaders. Um, in the elected officials um, in your community, your, um, your local council or supervisors who often go up the chain to the state or even the federal level. So huge connections, huge opportunity to build your leadership skills. And honestly, when they're going to have uh, conversations about healthcare in the community, now you're a part of it. And it's just, it's just a, a huge opportunity and so easy um, for your ASC that uh, it's just, um, you know, a great marketing tool. One thing from a medication management perspective is having a consultant pharmacist. Um, whether you have a consultant pharmacist, at the very minimum, having a dedicated staff member that can help you with your medication management, that will lead to standard of care, best practice, 
preventing um, drug errors, uh, having you know a safe, effective way to give medications in your surgery center, and you know allocating the staff to that. So if the consultant is coming in and helping with those processes, or the dedicated staff member is 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 given time to work on those. I think that's the simplest you know answer uh, to walk away with, and and for people whether that is the owners of the surgery centers or the providers, knowing how important and how time consuming the medication process can be. So I think I would say it's 2022, let's embrace technology. Um, There are a lot of surgery centers out there who um, uh, I see scheduling on spreadsheets. I see not taking advantage of, you know, we use our phones for everything today. And there are so many opportunities to introduce technology, again, thinking about revenue cycle, um, that can help us be more efficient. So whether it's adopting a way to text a patient, either clinical information or financial information, um, adopting a method for them to communicate with you electronically, including paying their bills electronically, um, I would look for those. I would try to take advantage of those. Um, it really exists everywhere else in our life. And I think um, from my experience in visiting surgery centers, that seems to be a place where there's a, there's a nice opportunity for us to take advantage of what's out there. I present the surgeons with the data, right? That, that is probably the most important thing you can do. Obviously, you do your homework ahead of time, but put in the time and effort to, to summar, summarize your raw implant purchase history and into an easy understanding list of, you know, comparing apples to apples, you know, the, the, the same products that you've got there to, to the same products that are, you know, that you benchmarked against, the usage, the CPT codes. By the way, and, and, and the reimbursement, which we talked about earlier, put all of that together and talk about how that sort of affects the whole business outcome. But you start with presenting the surgeons with data. You start with putting the data together in reports, but start with sitting down with your surgeons after you've done the homework and talk to them. You know, they're going to appreciate it. As I said, they're owners in the business. They want the best outcomes. Um, they're going to make the best decisions for their patients and for their center. But I would do that. I would go to the, to, to the data get the data from your, whatever you've got in your facility, uh, the HSTMV or whatever you're using and, and do the other homework, do that, and then go to your surgeons and, um, you know, make a plan with your surgeons and, and do it as a team. And I think that's the best way to, and, and one of the things that, that all surgery centers, if they're not doing it this week, they should plan for it in my opinion. Ask your most important person in each department what their biggest challenge is and listen to their answer, whether it's something personal or whether it's something work-related. You don't have to fix it, but just listen for the answer. Set up a meeting, look to find a way where someone else can take a leadership position to step Mm. up, right? To promote them into growing and spreading their wings. Look to find ways to highlight positives. If you wanna change a behavior, you don't focus on the negative. You, it's not through punishment. It's through promoting the positive behavior that you want to see. Love Take it. them out. Go bowling. Yeah. Right. Get to know who you you are working with because I promise you, it'll be returned to you in tenfold. Patient experience, um, because patient experience. I mean, this can <laughs> this can go in multiple different directions, uh, but. When you have, when your patient experiences a really good surgical day, 
and they're going to go out and tell their friends. And that's word of mouth, right? That's going to bring more patients into your facility. Um, I truly believe word of mouth is probably your best marketing, uh, your marketing strategy for any center. Um, not only this, your patient experience is going to stem from your surgeon leadership. Um, so from a surgeon standpoint, no matter if they want to be a leader or not, when they slap that MD hmm. on that behind their name, they're automatically a leader. And so that it's huge for surgeons to understand that if, if they're good leaders to their staff, their staff are going to have a, a more um, positive day and they're going to give the patients more positive experience as well. So it's kind of like a snowball effect. I would say in any surgery center, a great surgery team is what makes an ASC successful. Mm. My advice is leaders, you must show your appreciation to your staff. Wow. Because happy staff means happy patients. And it, it all translates to increased patient satisfaction and better outcomes. Just being on the business side of it, most important thing I think to do is to look at your GPOs and your vendor contracts, make sure that they're updated, make sure that they're on contract. They fall off, you know, they're occasionally they'll go every, you know, so many years and then they'll fall off. Having someone who's knowledgeable in and watching pricing on items, I think is one of the biggest cost savings on day-to-day -day purchases. Um, you know, if you know that, you know, a pack of towels is $32.96 and the next time somebody tries to order them, they're $69. Well, you know, and that's, that's the kind of things that we try to do. Um, you know, there's a thousand items, but on the day-to-day -day items is where you really spend your money. So keeping an eye on that kind of stuff. Please don't